This is episode 45 of Spiritual AF with Pixie Rose, the podcast for people going on their spiritual journey, knowing that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to share with you all about my intuitive courses. So Enhance Your Intuition is designed as an eight-week course to enhance your innate psychic abilities. This course introduces you to new spiritual tools and practices and helps you find your strengths. This course will soon be launching on my new course website. So jump on over to pixiesteps.com.au. That website is in the show notes. And sign up to my email list so that you will be the first to know when this course is running live. And as a free gift to you, when you do sign up for my email list, you will get all the information you need to know on how to balance out your chakras in seven days. Now back to this online intuitive course, unlocking all of the clairs. So your clairvoyance, your clairaudience, you learn all of them and how you can strengthen those clairs. Dream interpretation, so how to do a dream interpretation reading, reading a person's energy and aura, reading the environment, photo readings, the enchanted realms, We go through psychometry, what that is and how to do it. We go through mediumship. This may be something that's natural to you or it may be something you want to unlock. I teach you how to do readings with your oracle cards as well as your tarot cards. We go through past lives and in this topic you get to experience a online past life regression with me. We go through the Akashic Records. We go through channeling and how to unlock this ability. I teach you how to tune into the collective and do a collective reading. And then we finish off with high vibrational food and energy. And I go through all the different things that may be lowering your vibration and how to start raising your energy and your frequency using food and going over that everything is energy and that everything we're exposed to impacts us. So as I mentioned before, if you're interested in these courses, I have a few going up there on my website. Jump on over to my site and sign up for my email list. Today on the podcast, I have Marla Martison, an award-winning author, spiritual life coach, matchmaker, energy healer, and intuitive reader. Marla teaches women how to step into their divine confidence, power, self-love, and magic. So welcome, Marla, to Spiritual AF. Thanks, Pixie. I'm so excited. So first, I love to kick off. So first of all, I actually met you and your, you know, discovered your work through my intuitive courses. So I'm so excited to see the work that you do, you're doing. You also do your own course as well, um, intuitive courses. And of course, I will link all of your links in the show notes. But Oops. I'd love to hear first a bit about your spiritual journey, um, you know, how you started doing the work that you're doing today. 
Yeah. So, gosh. Um, well, I, I, since I was in my late 20s, I was into metaphysics. So I started with Florence Scovel Shin, The Game of Life and, and How to Play It, those books from this metaphysician uh, from back in the 20s. So that book was like from 1925. And I was reading these things and, and uh, started, you know, with Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra and The Course in Miracles and all of that. And uh, so that was like in the late eighties and then the nineties and the early two thousands and everything that was more, it was more metaphysical stuff. And, uh, but at, when I was a kid, I loved the magical things and, and um, always had those aspirations to uh, be psychic or, you know, things like that. So then in 2013, um, my friend Julie and I started on this quest I wrote about this in the Buddha made me do it, a field guide to enlightenment. It's my first spiritual memoir. Uh, and that was a, a chronicled a year when Julie and I decided to start taking classes in Los Angeles all around. Uh, just, we took like pen, how to, you know, pendulums, candle magic, crystal healing. I got certified in Reiki, um, you know, all the, use the communication board. And then I started delving into tarot cards and so it's been really since 2013, I got attuned to Reiki. I got like all these energetic attunements for different healing modalities, which really I would say those energetic attunements opened me up to be able to channel, uh, to hear my angels, to start giving angel readings. And um, I worked really, I've been diligently working on that. And then now the mediumship is coming. But when I'm doing my readings, so sometimes an animal or somebody's loved one will come in and that, and I'll say, who's Gary or who's, you know, and, oh, that's my, and, and that's really exciting. Uh, so it really has been opening up since 2000, late 2013 in that way. Yeah, amazing. Sounds like you've always been on this path, right? Like, yeah, you're... I've always been on the path, and I didn't know exactly how to get on it. But then I started going to all these. Um, Los Angeles is very woo woo, so there's expos and there's classes and places to go and festivals. So I started to go in all of these things, and then you meet more people, and then I'd start working with different healers. Then I started getting into plant medicine journeys, shamanic journeys, going deep into the other dimensions. I've done that uh, about a dozen times and I'm still working, that really opens me up more, uh, start channeling uh, ETs and, you know, off-planet guides. And it's like, yeah. it just doesn't end. It just keeps expanding. That's exactly right. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh, and now I'm working on the psychic hotlines as well as taking readings on my, on my website. And I, I just love it. It's like so many people need some clarity or just need some, somebody to talk to. And it feels so great to be able to talk it through with them or give them a, a perspective that maybe they didn't see before. Yeah, definitely. I definitely believe this is the most soul fulfilling work. So yeah. Another thing that you do is um, like spirit, the spiritual life coaching. So I'd love to talk about your boundary coaching. So how did you learn the importance of healthy boundaries as a self-love practice? Well, so I'm first, the way I came into coaching was I've been a matchmaker for 20 years. So I have my own business. I'm, I'm a professional matchmaker. The men are my paying clients and they're the high end men. It's more like the millionaire matchmaker. So the guys are professionals looking for a long-term relationship or marriage. And I had, I worked in a high end place in Beverly Hills for many years Then I went out on my own and, and over the, that's why I also, it, it's kind of very shallow kind of work where they're into the, Oh, does she, is she young enough? Does she look 
good enough? Is her, you know, cup size big enough or whatever? And, and I would be like, ah, so, um, and they, the men weren't very coachable because they wanted what they wanted. And so I delve into the spiritual side of my life more to balance it out. Then I, and so the women are in my database for free. So if there's any lovely ladies out there that want to be in the database, you can, you can contact me, but, um, and, and so many of the women, so I've been in this business 20 years and I'll, I'll look at some of the women in the database and, and think, gosh, this amazing woman has been single for the last 20 years. She's still with me. She's still, I still know her. She's still looking for, for the guy. And, and there's a lot of them or they'll get in a relationship and it didn't work out. And then they come back. So I thought I would really love to help these women. I thought it would be a lot more satisfying because women who, who would hire a coach would want to change, would want to work on themselves. And so I, um, love Hay House, Hay House, you know, publishing. And so I'd listen to Hay House Radio all the time. And there's this teacher on there called Nancy Levin. She's an author um, and master coach. And she has a book. She has many books, but one of them is Setting Boundaries Will Set You Free. And she decided to start Levin Life Coach Academy. And that was in late 2019. So I thought, oh my God, she's such an amazing coach. Everything she says is amazing. When people call in, how can I be like her? And then when I found out she was certifying coaches, I signed up and did a one-year certification program for boundaries. And boundaries, I found out, is it, a lot of people think setting a boundary, it's setting it with somebody else. Like I told them not to do this and they better not do it. Cause I said, that's my boundary. That's not what a boundary is. A boundary is what we set with ourselves. So let's say some, a woman keeps dating men who are abusive or, or not available or married or whatever. So it would be, you'd set that boundary with yourself. I'm not going to date married men anymore, or I'm not going to date men who show signs of, you know, verbal abuse or whatever it is, or unavailability. And that's what you set with yourself. Or if it's somebody, let's say it's a roommate who doesn't wash their dishes, it's still setting a boundary with yourself. What are you going to do? So you'll express it to them. You know, I'm tired of you. You know, I feel disrespected when you leave your dishes in the sink. Would you, you know, would you start washing them? Let's say they said no. So then you're going to say, you're going to decide, well, what are you going to do about it? Because they're not going to hold your boundary. It's not their boundary. So mm-hmm. they're not going to hold it. So then you decide, okay, well, since um, I feel disrespected that you keep piling up dishes in the sink, I'm going to buy paper plates and uh, you can use, you know, you could use those or, you know, so you decide that there's what you're It's because instead of being a victim to people's um, behaviors or personalities, we decide what we will or will not tolerate what we will or will not accept in our lives. And then we decide how, what choice we're going to make to rectify that move out, not have a roommate ask, you know, say we're going to use paper plates, whatever. There's a myriad of things and then you hold it. So it can go with anything, with relationships, with business, with everything. And it's so important with ourselves. Maybe you have a boundary about, I'm not going to eat potato chips anymore, you know, or, or I'm not going to eat after eight o'clock at night, or I'm going to turn my phone off, you know, at, at six or whatever. So these are things we work on too, just changing little habits. So those are boundaries we set with ourselves and it really changes your whole life. It gives you more self-respect. It makes you feel like you have control. And we're not just a, a victim of circumstance of other people's uh, behaviors. Yes, definitely. So I have an eight-week program and I take them through. And it, we work on shadow work, codependency. A lot of these things um, contribute to why we don't set boundaries or feel we can't set boundaries or those 
feelings and uh, really change our whole life. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, so you've just mentioned that obviously boundaries is really helpful when we do step into that victim archetype. Is there anything else that we can do in that victim mentality? Yeah, I always played the victim. I mean, in relationships, I'd live with guys, so I'd marry them and <laughs> for years and I'd be, oh, they're treating me like this. They're they're yelling at me. They're doing this. They're doing that. And all the time I, I did now, I realize I have a choice. Maybe it's painful, but I have the choice to either leave, get counseling, accept it as it is, or, you know, there, we do have choices. And I always thought, well, they're doing this to me, or I can't and so I was totally playing the victim. And now, you, you know, after I'm at this age, I am, it's like, I feel like I'm a late bloomer or a late learner, but it's, you know, never too late to switch that dynamic. And um, so realizing that, realizing and just saying, well, I'm not a victim. I, I have choices. And if yeah. I can't, you know, kick my own butt to make a choice, you know, then there's some work to do. There's some lo looking, most of us have some, um, blocks or issues that happened from the age, maybe we were from 10 years old or younger is where we get these underlying commitments to ourselves. Maybe our parents divorced, maybe we had alcoholic parents, maybe we were abused by somebody, maybe bullied in school, whatever it was, there's something that happened to most of us. If you'd ask anybody to, and somebody's had something where we've set up a dynamic, an idea. So let's say the father left your mother when you were 12 or 10. And then you subconsciously say, well, men are not, they don't stick around. Men are not, you know, um, a bit, uh, reliable or whatever. And so that will be your energy then will attract men who don't stick around. Yeah. So it's, it, it's all connected like that. So we got to go and clean that up and change, change our beliefs around the, uh, that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And even um, <clears throat> I feel like this is almost a collective thing that a lot of a lot of our collective consciousness has been experiencing over 2020 and 2021, um, subconsciously even, because when you go into that victim, we're really um, giving our power away, aren't we? So to get oh, yeah. out of oh. it, we got to take yeah. back our power. And that's you know, reminding ourselves that we do have choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we've allowed, right? Oh, you have to wear a mask here. You have to do this. Now you have to stay in your house. Now you can come out. Now you can do this. Go get this vaccine. Go do that. Oh, it's just like, oh yeah. What, what, what did they say on the news to do? What did the uh, yeah. mayor say or the governor say? Just know, you know, like go inside. What does your guidance say as exactly. a sovereign being? You know, instead of, yeah, just rule. Oh, okay. I, I need to pump myself with these chemicals to be yeah. safe, or I need to go do this. You've got to, we have this guidance system, but people were very quick to fall right into place. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, even that reminding, reminding us all, we have choice. Even, mm -hmm. even if you go into a shop that says you have to do this, the choice is you don't have to go into that shop. <laughs> you can take your business elsewhere, you know, same as if we do get sick, we could be a victim and be like, oh, my government didn't protect me. Or we could take our power back and say, oh, I could look after my health, actually. I could do, I have choices. There's things that I can do to look after myself here. 
Right. Yep. A lot of people did. They're like, what, but what supplements do I need to take? I need to lose a few pounds. I need to get my diabetes under control, or I need to save more money. Or it made people look at too, uh, how they're going to take care of themselves um, financially, because some yes. places say, well, you can't, you lost the job, maybe the place closed, or maybe you can't work here if you don't get the jab or you yep. can't, you've got to do this to work, you know, to even work, mm -hmm. to make, to live. So people are like, okay, well, what, how can I be more self-sufficient, you know, as a exactly. sovereign being? Yeah, I definitely. Do. We always have a choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've mentioned a little bit about the matchmaker offering, but could you tell us a little bit more about this? So is this is this on your website? This is something that women or anyone can sign up to? It's on the website. Um, I have a very small list of men right now. They do tend to be on the older side. So I don't have like, you know, a woman could contact me and I'll put her in the database for free. I don't know that. And it's really pretty much United States, not any other countries um, that I have, you know, male clients. And so I'm moving more into the coaching and all my magical work and the matchmaking is just very I mean, I have done it for 20 years. I still do it, but it's not, I don't have a ton of, of people. So, um, you know, but yeah, sure. It's on my website and you can reach out. And if I feel that you'd be a good fit for it, I'll, you know, ask, well, if you want to reach out to me, send me some photos, recent photos, your age, location, you know, all of that. So yeah, my guys tend to, when they join, they tend to be 50s, 60s and 70s age yeah. group pretty much. Yeah. The so are guys. these, these are more spiritually inclined people? No, not, <laughs> not, not necessarily yeah. the guys, you know, we do get a lot of Christian guys with a Christian background or, um, no, they're not, they're the businessmen. They're, they're not, yeah, right. I, I, get, I get a few spiritually inclined guys. The women tend to be, so that's not, see, that's, so that's why I dealt, it tends to be a little more shallow. So I go the other way with my spiritual stuff. So that's just yeah. like a regular business, you know? Yeah. Okay. Really gotcha spirituality in that too much you know yeah no fair enough and you've you've got your podcast as well right did you want to tell yep. us a bit about your podcast and the things that you explore yeah. over there yeah so I've got the mystical matchmaker podcast which is uh blogged on blog talk radio and then it's sent out to iTunes Stitcher iHeartRadio and you can subscribe to that and it's not all about matchmaking it's about there are some things about relationships and stuff but I have people on there about energy healing and about coaching and about uh and amazing authors um, all sorts of uplifting things. And I do readings sometimes on there. People can call in and get a reading. So it's a lot of fun. And then I have a YouTube channel. Um, it's under Marla Martinson, but I call it Cosmic Conversations. So um, that's fun. I've been doing that for quite a few years. And I interview a lot of cool psychics and, you know, mediums and different things, you know, different kinds of uh, esoteric topics on there. Uh, um, mediumship and then channeling stuff like that channeler yeah. I'm, I'm really into channeling I love channelers <laughs> so I've interviewed quite a few channelers yeah definitely it's that's something that I've only really been exposed to for maybe two or three years now so it's still kind of quite new and it's yeah it's really interesting so so do you channel at yourself I I channel some I do channel my um guides will come through. I'm not a trans channel where I leave yeah. my body and then somebody else takes over, but I will channel the information. So, oh, so Saturdays, not every Saturday, but most Saturdays I do an, a magical message circle and it's tonight. We, I've got one at 6 p.m. Pacific in the States and uh, it's, I keep it to about eight people and we go on, come on Zoom and I start off with some energy work for everybody. And then I go around and give everybody a message. And I, a lot of times I'll be channeling the guides, a message for 
for them, each person, or I'll pull some cards. And so I'll use my um, abilities there. I started the channeling. It really was hearing my, my guardian angel when I was, after I got attuned, all the energy um, attunements, energetic attunements, I started doing, I was on the board, you know, people call it a Ouija board was communication. So I'd use that board and then it would be coming through. And then now when I use the board, I don't even look, it's just a focal point. It's kind of, and then I can go on and do automatic writing. So I'll go on the computer and start typing what I hear. And when I first started giving angel readings, I would actually, the person maybe would say what they wanted to tune into, or maybe they'd say, just give me a general. And I would tune into their energy and just start writing what I heard and get type up a message and then email it to them. Yeah. And that, that, and it was very great stuff coming through. And then now what I do is I will record it on my iPhone audio and I email the audio for the, for the people. And it's a little bit longer and um, you, that's all on my website under angel readings, but I love doing that. Um, mm. And the information, then I get feedback. They always give me feedback. Oh yeah, that was accurate. That was spot on, or that was this and that. And so I've been able to, because I didn't know, you know, you think, or am I just making this up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh so I yeah. Want to, when they're given the feedback, yes, that's accurate. And then you, okay, well, it's coming through. Yeah, definitely. And I can also attest for you as well, like throughout the course, like, yeah, your, your readings are definitely very accurate. And yeah, so which I do think sometimes it's hard to find. And that's why I am excited about, you know, when I see you've got your own courses, intuitive courses, helping people connect to their intuition, because there is a lot of people that are wanting to do this professionally. And I think that's great. Like, I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, it's it's so sad when you hear of people that have a bad experience with a reader. So I I think it's great to go for a reader that somebody's recommended or, yeah, so I can definitely recommend Mala. And as I mentioned, um, your all your, your website and everything's going to be in the show notes. So it'll be very easy for anyone listening to connect with you if they'd like a reading or they'd like to check out your coaching, which sounds incredible as well. So maybe. yeah, I've got, a, oh, I was going to say, I have a new coaching program. It's eight weeks and it's called reinvention coaching. Mm. And that's to reinvent, reinvent yourself. Cause so many people are reinventing themselves after yes. the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds incredible. So yeah, definitely <laughs> check out Marla's website. She's got some really great things going on there. Um, let's go back to relationships. So Let's talk about red flags in relationships. So how can we recognize when we've got a red flag in a relationship rather than when we are self-sabotaging the relationship? Uh, Well, when we're in one, I mean, you know, when we're already in there, there's some people will, you know, they're not getting what they emotionally need. Uh, Maybe the person is, uh, you know, super critical or, Um, argumentative. I mean, what I'm seeing a lot of people complaining about is narcissistic tendencies in people. I'm seeing a lot and there's so many YouTube channels on it. I mean, and there's thousands of people commenting and it seems to be almost like an epidemic, right? Mm. So something I'm seeing where people will, um, and it's not really, I don't like to diagnose somebody as like an, oh, that's a narcissist, but there are these tendencies that, that, that they, you know, qualities that they have, there's a list and you can look them up and then, and people will say, you know, I've been in this relationship for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, or five years. And I, they're doing this, 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 and this, and I'm in a group on Facebook for narcissists. 
dealing with that. I've dealt with it myself. I've, 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 you know, come across it in the, my readings a lot. So I really like to learn about it and get my, get the temperature of, of what's going on with women in relationships. And so many of them are the, the things that they're going through are horrendous. The, the treatment that they're accepting and taking. And then again, they'll write it out and say, this is happening he's gaslighting me, he's doing this, you know, but they're not, it's just like victim mode. Yes. And and it is hard. Sometimes maybe you have kids or maybe you're not financially stable, or maybe it's just so too emotionally draining. And it's hard to just, it's easy for somebody to say, oh, just leave, you know, all oh, these red yeah. flags. Just leave. It's easier said than done many times. So um, I just want to acknowledge that. But at the same time, when you're seeing these things, that's when we have to do that boundary work, that self-love work, self-respect work, and not live in fear that we'll never meet somebody else, or we'll be alone, or we can't handle it. We can't, you know, take care of ourselves. So those red flags, you can feel them. Actually, they're like, but you can feel it in your gut. Mm. If you just go in and say, is this right? Is this what's going on here? Is this what I would want for myself? And then I say, sometimes I'll say to women, they'll call me on the hotlines and explain what's going on with some guy that's let, Oh, he cheated, but is he coming back? Or I can't let go, or he's doing this or that, or he's on drugs. Then I say, take a deep breath. If you had a daughter, or maybe you do have a daughter, is this what you would advocate for her? Would you say, this is the kind of man I'd love you to be with? Would you want your daughter to be going through this or accepting this for herself? Or, and they'd say, no, mm. no, I wouldn't. And so, you know, put shine that back on yourself. And do you want to be in this um, situation or, or allow yourself? Because I see it a, a lot. So many women are struggling with this self-worth and, and um, but once you, you start working, doing that and chipping away at, at those doubts and fears and knowing that you can, Hey, you know, no, this is not acceptable. This is how I, I will accept to be treated. And, and I love something that Nancy Levin says something just like, I'm not available for criticism or I'm not available for this. I'm not available for this treatment or this, this situation. And instead of saying, stop doing that, you know, it's just like, I'm not available for this. So if hmm. you you to yell at me or you continue to I'm then I'm going to remove myself or yeah. you know it can be very simple and and in Nancy's book about setting boundaries will set you free or what you learn with me in the coaching is actually we go through actual scripts yeah. of what you can say you know yes. how to say it how to you know all of it so you practice and and it gives you so because a lot of times we want to set a boundary we don't know what to say yeah or that Definitely. it was someone we want to say it tactfully empowering not yes. you know being rude or yelling or it sounded like a bitch you know yeah, we want it. yeah 100%. yeah and even yeah. sometimes I feel like you know for me if my boundaries are being crossed it's almost confusing because it's like oh this doesn't feel good and I need to tell them that this doesn't feel good but I actually don't know how to say it and yeah so that yeah that's really really helpful um and also you know you mentioned that gut instincts you know so I feel like that's a big part of that you know trying to moving out from here yes I had a woman call me today and she says oh is what's going to happen with this guy do you think how does he feel I asked all my girlfriends and other advisors and they're all telling me something, but my instinct says da 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 da. Yes. And I said, listen, I pulled some cards and I got, and just my, you know, experience in, in 
dating and stuff. And I said, your instinct is right on. You don't need to spend more money on, on advisors. You don't need to ask any more friends because they're just coming. Their perspective yes. is their perspective, what they've been through, what they're intellectually, yeah. they don't have any emotional connection to this. They're just telling you, oh yeah. A lot of people would say, oh, what somebody did that the first time I'd be out of there. Or I'd, you know, no, you know, because they, they can say that because they have no connection to it. They have no into inter- um, emotion attached easy for them to say. So um, it's good moving from the head down to the heart. And then the, it just comes up. Your, your, our answers come up now, whether we can implement them or not, that's another thing, but we get those answers and we start journaling and we start setting our own boundaries with ourselves. And then we get empowered to um, make those choices we need to make for ourselves. Definitely. Our intuition always knows. And I think this is why I think it's so important for everyone to spend time on their own because often it's really clear and your, your intuition is really, really clear when you're on your own. And then when you're with that person, it might get really cloudy again. <laughs> um, but yeah, your, your intuition always, always knows. And sometimes it's just maybe a bit of validation. Um, yeah, but that's yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can call an, an advisor and a lot of times they will, they'll call me and then they're just like, oh, thank you for confirming what I thought. Or yeah. they just, you know, my confirmation and that's fine. That's great. But when we ask too many people, it's yes. it's not, not going to help you really. Mm-hmm. It'll just you confuse you because ultimately it's, we're the only ones that can make the decision for ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. So I'd love to hear now, what is your ultimate self-love practice? Oh, well, I love going into the forest. So I've been spending a lot of time in Seattle, my hometown. I live in Los Angeles, but I, I've been, my since my mother's a little older now, I've been spending a lot of time here. And I, so I split my time and I was like yesterday in the forest most of the day. And up here, they've got the beautiful trees with the moss hanging off mm. it. You know, just the, oh, just that when it's sunny, it smells like warm blackberries. It's just amazing. And I'll go sit on the ground and I'll do some energy work, maybe with a friend or or, you know, t- take my dog and just listen to the birds and connect with myself and with nature. And that's to me is so uh, healing and so great. I just feel like I'm with the fairies and just connecting yes. with them. Yeah, definitely sounds like fairyland. That's my first yeah, thing that exactly. I do as well. <laughs> so how can we recognize our needs? And then how can we fulfill these needs ourselves? Do you have a formula within your coaching around needs? Yes. Well, one of the things is we develop. So I have my clients uh, decide on a, a morning practice and an evening practice. So the morning practice could be doing a few yoga moves and meditating, you know, before you get going on your day. It could be uh, taking a hot bath. It could whatever. You have your morning routine. They're called a morning routine and evening routine. The evening routine is to connect back to yourself. So before you just, you know, shut your computer and go to bed or watch Netflix, what are you going to do? Is it going to be 10 minutes of meditation? Is it going to be like, like, you know, a hot bath or, or um, whatever that is, whatever you want to do. Um, maybe you want to dance to some seventies music before you, you know, go to bed or whatever, or, or sit with your dog or whatever, give yourself some energy work, um, pull a card for yourself, but it's those, um, that's uh, how you set up. What was the qu- original? Wait, the question is, how do you, what is it? 
um how can we recognize our needs like oh our needs okay. yeah i think yeah, sometimes women especially are so like they have never practiced self-love they're in these unhealthy relationships and right. you know the first question is like what do you need and like i feel like that's a hard question sometimes <laughs> yeah so that's going to help us because it's reconnecting to ourselves and focusing ourselves and also we talk about how selfish is not selfless selfish mm -hmm. is a good thing because we need to fill our cup um somebody was talking to me today about being didn't feel worthy all the time deserving of a lot of money or a deserving of things and if you look at uh deserving she was like well i don't know if i deserve that because i did this this and this i've done that i was promiscuous in earlier years i was but it is we come into this body into this 3d reality to experience all of those things we've decided our mapped out our theme what we're going to be some experiences we're going to have and maybe you had to you know get arrested for shoplifting when you're 15 or you had to you know get in a you know crash your car or drink a little too much whatever we're and then that's okay it doesn't mean you're we're not deserving of anything there's not that in that if we think of it that way it's like okay if i do this i'll be worthy of that that's like that santa claus mm. kind of thing or that when people religion when it's like that yeah god is this man on a cloud and he's watching everything you do and then you're going to go to hell if you don't do everything right or or follow these rules so if you can scrap that clear that off your plate and just know that you are this beautiful spark of the divine that came down in to experience things and it's okay whatever is you do is you do and we learn and grow and, and adjust and and what we it's not all about just sacrificing ourselves for someone else and and being a martyr yeah. yes. it's about experiencing everything we came to experience and through that you're going to spark other people like pixie with your what you're doing you're shining your light you're teaching people how to do things you're shining by example and then and then you inspire other people to rise to their level and learn it oh wow look what she's doing so um, you can't be poor enough to help somebody else not be poor. You can't be sick enough to get someone well. You've got to be uh, have money or success or whatever it is that you feel that you're going to shine um, health and radiance and excitement and charisma. And then you can help others. So yes. that's how we're going to help everything. Yeah, not by, oh, I, I don't deserve anything. But, you know, who's going to want to follow somebody like that or, yeah. or be around them even? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of the moon and spiritual practices and connecting to your divinity, I invite you to my Lunar Temple membership portal. I offer online circles each week through each moon phase to help teach you about moon energy, how it impacts us, spiritual practices that you can utilize for a lifetime, an opportunity to receive intuitive guidance, and so much more. The membership is only $25 per month in Australian prices. And as members, you get exclusive channelings and meditations, discounts on my other offerings, as well as an opportunity to get your hands on my up-and-coming oracle cards, Elemental Love, first, to be the first people to join the Lunar Temple. Check out my link in the show notes and connect with me today. So what is the difference between people pleasing and putting yourself last 
And so that versus being kind to others and putting yourself first. So you're talking, you know, a little bit about like the selfish and I fully agree with you. I often say to people, you need to be selfish and that women yeah. especially, like I, I, I think men are so naturally good at being selfish and that sounds yeah. terrible, right? But I'm like, we all need to take a lesson from them and learn how to be selfish so yeah can you expand a little bit on that question <laughs> yeah pleasing instead of you know like let's say you're out uh well i mean i would just say let's say you're a mother and then you people think oh you have to give everything for your kids and you can't you know i remember years ago my aunt um she was never going to the gym or anything like that she goes well i'll go to the gym when my kids are grown. I'm like, what do you talk? You know, what do you know? You need to be healthy and strong. And, and so people pleasing and putting everybody else first. And, and then you're just like this wet rag. It's not just like I was saying before, you need your vitality and your strength so that you can be an example and be there to step in to help when people do need help. But we also that's some codependency when we yes. are trying to manage someone else's experience when we're trying to I used to do that I was so codependent I was like, Oh, my God, they can't do this without me I need to help them they're not eating right or they're not doing I need to step in but we have to take a deep breath and allow this other sovereign being this other adult or to to uh, handle their life to make mm. their decisions to handle their feelings instead of trying to manage it oh no i don't want their feelings to be hurt or they might yeah. feel this that allow them that's their journey that's their feelings exactly so and we're actually we're we're when what is the word um <clears throat> Like we're doing them an injustice by trying to protect them from this lesson that they might need to learn. Or um, another thing is I like I had a friend who was like the definition of people pleasing and what would often happen in her attempt of trying to please everybody, she would upset everybody because you actually can't please everybody. <laughs> no. You'll be running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Yeah, exactly. Saying yes to everybody and letting other people down and like and it goes back to the boundaries again as, as well doesn't it and then they don't respect you exactly. it's like you're, you're just this, you really don't it's like the people that really command respect are people who have their crap together you know yeah and they're in their life in in you know with their head held high with this this leader energy like i i'm taking care of my stuff and i'll allow you to take care of you and then if somebody needs your help or advice you know that's fine it's not like you're just this cold callous person like ah you know handle your own stuff of course you're gonna help if needed yeah. but, but we gotta let everybody muddle through their own uh life their own karma whatever their own you know, agenda that they came through to experience. Definitely. Yeah. No, I like one thing that I always say to my kids is, is to be kind, but being yeah. kind does not mean doing everything that everyone wants you to do. Like just, you know, doing as you're told all the time. I think it's also an aspect of, you know, you can be kind to others, but is it impacting yourself? You know, is, mm -hmm. is doing this favor for somebody else going to impact your well-being? Then it's not really being kind to yourself, really. And that's that's who we should be kind to first. Yeah, like if you're somebody always wants to ride to the airport or they want always want you to go pick up the kids at you know the carpool or whatever, and you're exhausted and, and you always say, Yes, okay, it's okay, I'll do it, I'll do it, instead of saying, Well, no, okay, you know, to to uh, to really manage the energy in my body and honor honor myself. 
I'll do it once a week, but I'm not committing to, you know, or I'm not available to do it every day of the week. I'm it's, not available. Yeah. Afraid to say no. It's just like, you know what? Thank you. Or maybe they'll ask you, this is like when I was in high school, I remember um, a guy would ask me to the dance, you know, a dance or something. And I would say, and I wasn't interested in the guy. I didn't want to go, but I was too afraid to hurt his feelings. And I'd say yes. Mm-hmm. And then I'd think, how can I get out of this now? How can I, now I got to get out of it. I said, yes. Instead of just honoring yourself and that other person, you're so kind to ask me, I'm going to pass. I don't feel it. Or, you know, I'm going to honor myself yeah. and you could, and allow you to ask somebody else, or we're so afraid to just speak our truth because the other person might be offended or upset. Yeah. So that's again, allowing them to, if they're upset, by your truth, you don't want to do something. That's their problem. Exactly. You know, they're, that's their issue to work through. Then they've got a trigger that they should work through. But don't exactly. take it on. We don't need to take it on for ourselves. Yes, one hundred percent. Another it sort of freedom. Yeah, yeah. Another thing that I've learned recently is um, <clears throat> giving your sacred no. Like it is sacred, and you know, allowing people to receive your sacred note and do whatever they need to do, you know, in response to that. Like it's, that's, that's powerful. So again, if we're just saying yes to people, because we're scared to say no, we're doing them an injustice as well, of course, to ourselves. I've had people over the years, a couple of people ask me for money. One person even asked me for like $8,000 or something. I'll pay you back in a week or whatever for some business. And and I, and I said, no, you know, I'm not comfortable with that. I mean, I'm not a bank. I'm not going to risk that. So I'm just like, no, I'm, I don't do that. I'm not comfortable with that. I hope you find, you know, what you need, mm. but, and just say, instead of like, oh my God, oh, how yeah. can I say, no? Oh, and let me, or you can always, if there's something somebody asks you and you don't feel, know the words or something, you can say, I'm going to sleep on that yes. and I'll get back to you about it tomorrow. You don't yeah. have to, we don't have to give answers. I mean, we always think we have to give an answer like the second later for anything. And mm. we don't, if someone asks you on a date or anything, you can say, Thank you for asking me. I'm going to, I'm going to think about this. I'll get back to you tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Take that pause. I don't know if it's, um, if it's Dr. Wayne Dyer or yeah, there's somebody that, that often talks about taking that pause, um, Mm -hmm. and going back to that people pleasing thing. That's a real, um, that's a fawning response. I don't know if you're familiar with the whole fight, flight, freeze and fawn, um, so it's a trauma response. So like, that's another thing. If you're, you know, really struggling with your boundaries, anyone listening, if you're doing that people pleasing behavior, you know, this may be a trauma response even. Cause I know that for me personally, I can slip into that fawning response. Mm-hmm. And I found myself in the recent months, um, you know, being asked something by someone who triggers me. And, and I'll like, I'll go into that victim and be like, oh, I don't have a choice. I have to do this thing that I'm not comfortable in doing. And then, you know, I'll leave the conversation and then take that pause and be like, okay, no, I'm going to gather that strength. I'm going to call them back and I'm going to say, no, I'm not comfortable with that. I feel bad. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like I should do this thing for you, but no, I don't want to. And I need to be firm in that. So and then working through that part about feeling bad, you don't yes. even, you know, that's a little extra there you can work on because, and to say, I feel bad, but it's, it's even kind of weak, right? So yeah. getting to the point where we can say, um, I'm honoring myself and my yes. feeling, my intuition tells me that I'm going to pass on this. And that's Definitely. it. There, no is a complete sentence. 
Yeah. Um, yes. So. No is a complete sentence. <laughs> You've got so and many. Yeah. And then they're like, maybe they can even talk, try to talk you into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't feel bad. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's is- another thing too. Codependent. Let's say somebody says, Oh, I feel terrible about something. Maybe something happened and they're going to, Oh, don't feel bad. Don't, don't. They're telling you, you know, sometimes we need to feel whatever we're feeling. Yes. And we tell people, Don't cry. Don't, oh, no, don't. Oh, I feel this. No, 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 don't feel that way. We're, that's something humans tend to do too. But no, no, they're telling us, we're telling yeah. each other how to feel. Everybody's different. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think I think ultimately, especially like I said, because this is not just a individual issue with boundaries, you know, I do think collectively we have a major problem with boundaries. We have a major problem with this power play, um, you know, and this is part of why I want to do this work and why I am doing this work and why I love seeing people like you doing this work, especially this boundary coaching. It's so important and so powerful because we do need to regain our power, our, our autonomy and our sovereignty. That's so important and it's been completely disregarded at the moment. Well, we- uh, absolutely yeah yeah and it's not easy either like that's the other thing like it it sounds easy which is why again like you know for anyone who's really resonating to what we're talking about I yeah go and and book in with Marla do this boundary coaching because it's not easy it's not an easy practice to start enforcing boundaries if you've never done it before yeah. And it, it's, I mean, the people that I've worked with so far, the women, they've, they've been contacting me saying, oh my God, my life is so different. I've, I've been able to say no, I've been able to, uh, you know, some of them are in dating and trying to find the right person. And it's been so freeing and empowering for them to see, no, that's actually not, you know, like even on a first date, those red flags, you'd say like somebody said, well, I'll give him another chance. Or he's making, oh, the guy was making racist comments and stuff, but well, I'll give him another chance. Or he's doing this or or making, you know, it's inappropriate, this or that. Well, sometimes we'll disregard and go on a second, third, fourth. And we might say, hey, that's not, doesn't align with me. I don't want, it. so, you know, we're not a good fit, but I wish you the best. Yeah. Um, it's very easy, you know, that it just starts to become more natural to say, uh, I think I'll say no on this. And, you know, and then we're just available for that right energy to come through yes. for us. Yes. And it's just practice. And I practice with them. I practice, I go through and practice their, their, you know, scripts, we call it scripts, what they're going to say, okay, if you were in this situation, or if there's something they really want to bring and work on, we'll work on it. How am I going to say this or react? What kind of boundaries? And um, it's fun. It starts getting a lot of fun. I love making those scripts because I used to, I didn't know what to say. And I would say the wrong things and feel terrible. And sometimes I'd say something and years ago and I'd lay in bed all night, kicking myself like, Oh, you idiot. You know, you, you, you how'd you say it that way? And, and so this just gives us um, some ease and grace and um, confidence. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Another thing that I've been discussing Um, with my sister recently she's going through a breakup because she's finally putting up some boundaries she's been in a codependent relationship for a long long time and I said to her and I'd love to hear what you think about this as well another thing that's difficult about putting in those boundaries and stopping the people pleasing is being made out to be the bad guy So when you put up that boundary and you say, no, you need to move out, no, you need to, you know, take your stuff or you need to do this, and then the other person reacts 
and there's that that guilt that comes up and then you know there's that worry like oh they're telling other people that I've done this to them and there's this feeling of I'm the bad guy now so what can you say on that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, people will, you know, if they say something to somebody else, it's not that, it's that let them, it's okay. You know, it's, they're, they're not going to remember that or cut you off or anything. They, they see that this person's hurt and they're coming from a hurt place. And he, uh, so he feels like a victim. And, uh, you know, you, it could even be like a conscious uncoupling where you say, look, I'm not going to stay in this situation anymore. So one of us has got to get out this is my place that I rented. So I guess it's going to have to be you. If there's some assistance that you need to, for me to help you look for a place or, you know, brainstorm to make it easier, you know, I'll help you with that, but you're an adult. So, um, you know, I'm going to do a whole episode on conscious uncoupling actually. Yeah. (laughs) And having that, you know, maybe they were a real jerk or maybe they cheated on you or, or abused you, but you can still, exit with grace and and yes. give that some dignity too and um unless you're in a dangerous situation that you, they've got you got to get them, get them right out if yeah. you can say okay well let's make a timeline here and what do you need to get out but i am making that choice that that i am staying here and you are going to be you know having to move yes. you just make that choice and you say it it's not <clears throat> the good guy bad guy it's what do i need for my life to women get breast cancer they get you know, have nervous breakdowns, anxiety when, when uh, relationships are constantly uh, not, not in alignment and not good and just dry, you know, grinding at it instead of just saying, breathing through it and say, okay, this is for me to be okay, for me to really be healthy and happy. This is what I need. And yeah, it hurts. It's hard. It's not easy stuff, but we can do it. We can breathe through it and we can step up and say, you know, Hey, I'm an, I'm an, I'm a, conscious adult here and I'm going to do what I've got to do. And and afterwards, oh my God, she'll be saying, man, I handled that like a badass and I feel so good. And he was, he didn't implode. He didn't end up on the street in a gutter. He's okay. Yeah. He managed, got an apartment or is at, with family or friends or whatever. And uh, it'll be, it'll be okay. But yes, feel like, okay, if I can do this here, I can do this with a, 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 a rude boss or whatever the situation you start feeling like you're, you know, you're handling it. Yeah. Another thing that I learned in my recent experience with some boundary work was, I don't know if this is my, my fairy, (laughs) my fairy blood that's made it more difficult, but I realized that it's okay to set a date. So when you want someone out or, you know, you want, you're setting a boundary. Like I, I was like, okay, you know, you need to move out or whatever. And, and I just, I just thought that they would be conscious enough to make it happen. But mm-hmm. <laughs> two months later, it didn't happen. And so, yeah, recently I'm like, oh, it's not mean if I say you need to be out by this date or this needs right. to happen by this date. That's not. <laughs> that's, that's, that's another example of it, it's not their boundary. So they're not yeah. going to hold. It's, we have to hold our boundary. It's not theirs. They're like, well, she said I got to get out, but, you know, I really don't want to and yeah. I'll do it. On, you can say. You know, I've and and I love this is a great uh, something that women can use. I love this phrase is in order to honor myself, mm. I'm asking, you know, I'm requesting that you I've decided or, you know, I in order to honor myself and and it really makes you feel like you're not being a, a, a you know, rude. You're not being a bitch yes. you're being you're honoring yourself what you need to be to thrive and to be OK. Yes. And if someone has to move out, you can't live with them. Well, that's 
what's going to have to happen Mm, in order to honor myself I love that so much Marla yeah yeah that's one of my favorites Mm. so I'd love to hear now what is what your non-negotiable spiritual practice so maybe something that you do every day or something that you'll always go back to when you're not feeling great yeah I like to tune in with my I take my crystals and I'll tune in with them um Channeling my guides, love that. The pendulum, I love to use a lot. I'll use the pendulum to ask questions even about my health or is this good for me? And, and I like doing pendulum work. Um, I love my, my, my singing bowl here. It just, the sound, you know, the sound. And mm. I say every day, um, meditation I'll do sometimes and sometimes I'll go for days and I don't do it, but I'll he- But once what something is interesting and maybe people can tune in and see if they can feel it too. But when I decide, when I say, okay, I'm going to be tuning in right now or doing some spiritual work, energy work, I start feeling some energy right here at the head. Like somebody's, Mm. it's the guides are there. You can feel them at your crown touching or, or there you can kind of feel it. Um, Yeah. Energy work is something I do. I do like tonight I'm doing a distance energy healing for somebody. You can get that on my website. So distance doesn't matter. Um, they're there laying down and I send them some music from YouTube that I'm listening to. It's beautiful. And then they're just receiving. And sometimes they'll feel like a, a touch or like a feather or some heat or, you know, and then they'll share after. So really my favorite practices that I do most of the time are the energy healing, the tuning in with the guides, pendulums, sound, uh, some sound healing. Yeah, um, great. Thank you. So oh, and then of course sharing. my cards, my tarot cards, you know, they're always here. So I'm always pulling car. I mean, I just love my cards. <laughs> yes, me too. So what is something that has helped you? I know that you've mentioned a few things, but is there anything else that has helped you on your journey? So this could be a, a specific healing, a book, a quote, just anything else that you'd like to share. And again, I'll, I'll link that book that you mentioned, that boundary workbook that you oh, mentioned. Yeah. Um, and anything else that you mentioned, I'll link all of this in the show notes too. Wonderful. So, yeah. So yeah, the book by Nancy Levin is, and that's the book that if you work with me and the coaching, you'll be getting, you know, you order that book and then we go through the book as well. It's called Setting Boundaries Will Set You Free. Okay. Uh, And then my book, my two spiritual memoirs are The Buddha Made Me Do It, A Field Guide to Enlightenment and The Magic Seeker is my latest one. And in The Magic Seeker, I take such a deep dive, even deeper into everything. And now I would say what I write about in there is, is the thing that's helped me the most is uh, the plant medicine journeys, working with mm. plant medicine, sh- sacred shamanic journeying where you're really working with that plant. It could be people use ayahuasca or psilocybin mushrooms or different things, right? And then um, it really literally takes you into another dimension. You start yeah. channeling and clearing out past lives, resetting your um, nervous system. It's not for everyone, but for me, it's been um, life changing. And I just, ah, it's the most magical thing I've ever done. Yeah. And I've got that fairy too. I've got a lot of fairy and I, and I, I channel fairy. Yeah. I channel fairy through when I'm in um, doing the journeys too. I've started this fairies came through. It was so yeah. cool. <laughs> the Pleiadians yeah. and the fairy came through. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And no, I can definitely feel your fairy energy for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can look at fairy if you can see. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Um, so, so I'll link in your website, your podcast, and your YouTube channel. Is there any other way that that's best for listeners to get in contact with you if they'd like to continue on with with this work that you're doing? Yeah, the best thing is just go to my website, marlamartinson.com, get on my newsletter. Um, you can put your email in and then you get a free, uh, I think it's a high frequency, the high frequency meditation. Also on the boundary coaching page, there's a free boundary guided meditation to help you set boundaries. You can get grab that too. Mm. And then that way I send out a newsletter every week and you know what's the offerings, what's going on. And uh, that's probably the best way. Just get on my newsletter. I don't send a ton out or spam or anything. It's just yes. some fun like every week, something fun, um, to, you know, to little thing. And then um, join one of my circles It's $10. My magical message circle is only $10 on yeah. the Saturday nights and you can, or, you know, sign up on my website and um, it, it's great. It's like for an hour and just a great way to spend an hour together, connecting, getting messages, energy healing, taking mm -hmm. you through a visualization. And um, it's just my way to um, connect and give back and support um, everybody. Cause we've all had a hard time this past year and a half, couple of years, huh? it's been, everybody's had something um, it's, it's really like unearthed a lot in us and, um, we've all learned something through this grown stretch, even if there was great loss, um, there's, there's, we can always find mine for the lesson, right? We can mm. always find the lesson, the growth in, in it. Mm, yes, 100%. Well, this has been incredible, Marla. It's really interesting also how these interviews and, you know, particular topics that I explore on, on this podcast um, are so accurate to my life right now. It's really, so I've, I 100% have gotten so much from, from this interview. I think your coaching sounds amazing. All of your offerings sound, sound incredible. And yeah, thanks again for taking this time to chat with me. Thank you, Pixie. Bye, everyone. Much love. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Marla Martison. I know I really, really got a lot of value from it. And if you really resonated with what we were talking about today in around boundaries or connecting with your intuition or any of the topics that we discussed, check out Marla's website, get in contact with her and do some boundary coaching. Also look out for some collaborations between Marla and I. I really believe in her work. She's a very gifted, intuitive being and really connected with, with what's going on in the world right now. So I highly recommend if you really loved what you heard, get in contact with Marla, sign up for her newsletter. You can also sign up for my newsletter. Check out my website in the show notes at pixiesteps.com.au. And remember, even if your wings have been clipped off, they can always regrow.